Okay, so now we just need an intro. Uh, something like... Friendly sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. The friendliest sparring with Leo and Joe's. Friendly sparring. That's it. Ah, all right, cool. Let's start the show. Yep. Welcome to the Friendly Sparring Podcast, the podcast where the co-host may or may not be here 50% of the time. I am that co-host. My name is Leo. This is Juice, the other co-host, and we <laughs> are coasting. We are just a little toasted. A little bit toasted. Welcome. Hey, by the way, welcome back, me. Hey, guys. <laughs> yeah. Been so long since I've seen ya. Yeah. I'm back. Hey, guess what? Is the mic peeking? Broken. <laughs> Don't care how much the mic's peaking. Uh, yeah, well, and Juice doesn't have time to edit it out, so guess what? I'm back. You guess guys know was- that about me. How many <laughs> how many years we've been doing this? I was actually thinking, I, I was listening to Combat Sports around today, and he was like, uh, I asked him, I sent a question to his show about like the, his proudest moment or something, and he was like, for two years we've been, I was like, hold on. Does that mean, and then I did some math, and I was like, in, in about three months, Leo, less than that, two months two and a half it'll be three years since i released episode one of fighting with myself that's yeah, crazy pants yeah dude it, it is crazy pants you've been going this whole time we built an entire fan base that mm. pays us fucking money god damn it hey. oh shit speaking, speaking of, which, of which i don't want to bury the lead uh, on this, sorry though. i think there's a helicopter coming down on me right now the joys of living in la Speaking of which, I don't want to bury the lead on this. Oh no, we're not burying any leads. We're gonna we're gonna unearth these leads. Oh, the lead's about to get unearthed. You guys the aren't le- ready for. I wasn't ready for this. Yeah, Leo wasn't ready, and he knew about it. That's how oh, fucking amazing this is. It's the best thing ever. But what Leo was alluding to <clears throat> was our Patreon. If you want to support the podcast, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/FriendlySparring. For some reason, everyone says they can't find it, but it's patreon.com slash friendly sparring. If you want, uh, if you need a link, let me know. I'll send it to you. Um, and what we mean, we, we, we try and do some some engagement stuff to just kind of build a community because that's what it's all about for me, for us. And uh, we do a fight pick league. We started last year, kind of like a trial run, see how it went. You guys kind of know Dave L got on, you know, came out on top. I was like, got on top. That's a little weird. Yeah, he just mounted yeah. everyone. Yeah, he just mounted everyone and just started raining down elbows. Yeah. Um, but he won, and uh, we had him on the show. But I was like, you know, Leo, when we actually do this, when we do a full-on season, because I was just like, oh, let's go to the end of the year. There's like eight cards left. You know, whatever. We're going until International Fight Week for the, for the next season. So there's plenty of time. And I wanted there to be a concrete prize. And... I'm not going to say what the prize is because I'm going to release uh, a video later this week. But the Patreon listeners, I should say viewers that are watching the video are going to get to see it right now. Let's just unveil this thing, Leo. Here we go. Oh, my goodness. Look at this. 
ladies and gentlemen, we can we can only describe it as not what it is. So you guys have to, uh, you know, go out, get on Patreon. Let us know. But ladies and gentlemen, look at how probably shiny. honestly one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in my entire life, and probably one of the greatest things I've ever contributed to creating. Um, I you sent me a, a mock up at first. And then I, I added my little twist to it, yeah. uh, a little double twist. And now we are we are in business. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of our viewers, you saw it. You know what's on the line. We're coming at it. We're coming on it. We're coming on it. I'm coming in it. We're shining it with our come. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Promo cut. Rumble cut. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, Snip that off. I cannot tell you how excited I am for Fight Pick League. I might get myself one, two, three of them because I have that kind of fucking money. What do you guys know about me? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so please sign up for our Patreon. Check it out. It's amazing. Dropping quality content. Mm. Quality content. And, and listen, you already know that from listening to this podcast. We started out with two tiers of the page of the of the Patreon. I was like, if you want to see a video version of the podcast, five dollars a month. That's it. it. I'd be lying if I said it was free, but it is it is it though? Because if you break that down, five dollars a month, it's it's like sixteen cents a day. That's that's free. Yeah, it's, uh, free. it's not though. Uh, but if you just want to support and you want to get ac- early access to the audio feed, $3 a month, pretty reasonable. And I was like, we got to even sweeten the deal a little bit further. If someone just wants to join for the fight pick league, if they're like, yeah, I don't care about seeing their ugly ass faces. I don't care about early access to the audio feed. All I want is that sweet, sweet access to the fight pick league. We added a new tier and it's called just the tip $1 a month, Leo, $1 a month. Come on, $1? Entered into the, the Fight Pick League. Make your $1 a month? League. $1 a month, 99, 99 cents. Or, or is it a dollar? Is it an extra cent? It's a dollar, yeah. Oh, it's a dollar. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's, well, it's not, a, we're not, we're the dollar menu. We're not the 99 cent store. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Okay, so for a dollar, you get to join the Fight Pick League. You get that beautiful, beautiful. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, one of a kind, Okay. There will never be anything greater. There was never anything greater before and nothing greater after. I should, I should, uh, I should clarify. I feel like you framed it as if like entering gets that that's for the winner. So there's, there's, this is a bespoke item. There's one of one. This is the only one in the, in the world that exists like this. Yeah. You better do your research. Yeah. Do your research. (laughs) Do your research every single fight night. Like I do five minutes before I pick (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, Last night we returned with, I mean, I dropped honestly. I I bought. I like the cards so much. Bought two of them. I bought two cards. You bought two pay per views. I bought two pay per views. Yeah, yeah. I went to someone's house. Guess what? Bought it there. Then I came home because I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. And I came home. The Nganu fight was about to go on. Bought it again. <laughs> Why do I not believe you? No fucking discounts. No discounts. No promo code or nothing. Straight cash. 
straight up hey what came out of my fucking wallet 150 fucking bones last night ladies and gentlemen and don't forget the food i bought when you bought the second one yep john Anna comes on the screen and says you know what the deal with this pay-per-view is me taking 75 dollars of your stupid money Hell yeah, he did. He really did take 75 of my stupid stinking dollars. Ladies and gentlemen, we came back. We came hard last night from two fights, but also uh, let's talk about what really everyone's really thinking about. <clears throat> How about the Bengals beating the Titans? How about that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I watched your Instagram story with your roommate being like, uh. It's like yeah. his team. He's wearing a goddamn jersey. No, we were watching the fight. We were watching the fights. We had the, the Bengals had just won, but it was a pretty amazing game. But anyway, with that being said, the fights were pretty amazing last night. And we're happy to come back from a um from a fight card. Uh, you know, it was pretty, pretty magical. Um, Juice did a, a solo dolo for the last week's fight. I was in Massachusetts with my chilling with my son. So uh, but I'm back, baby. Ready to go for these fights. Uh, How many people text me about that episode saying how incoherent I was? and Because he was drunk. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. (laughs) I wanted to to say this. So I I listened back to maybe the first couple FWM episodes, but after a while, I was like, I I, I got it. I, I don't need to. I didn't start listening back until we did Friendly Sparring. And now I, I listen to the podcast every week. I just, I love us. Uh, <laughs> great, I just, great. I've great. got like, I'm a fan of the show as much as I am part of it. Great, and great. Uh, when it was an FW, like with the FWM episodes, I'm like, I don't need to listen. And then people were texting me that I was really fucking drunk. And I was like, I got to listen back. Cause I don't know half the shit I said. I started the podcast sober. Dang, that's a lot of alcohol. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was just already in a weird mood and I was kind of tired. Like, I cracked the thing open and maybe took a sip right before I hit record. Like, was completely sober to start with. And <laughs> I think I finished two beers. I mean, not, they're not beers, but um, finished two cans of whatever the fuck I was drinking. Cool, and, cool, cool. <laughs> which Literally is like, poison in his body. doesn't care. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but- it was it was hard kombucha. That's why I just it's, it's like yeah. such a bitch thing. That's fucking like, gangster, was, dude. Fucking hard fuck kombucha. It. Nah, fuck it. You pulled your dick out too while you were drinking it. <laughs> yeah, I was. It was from the tap, basically. Yeah, from the tip. Yeah, from the. I was basically space docking with the. With the can. Yeah. With the can. Yeah, you gave a new definition to hard kombucha. You know what I mean. I forgot. Anyways, these fights. <laughs> I was gonna explain the intro, but you, you, you like took over. You were like, "Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to me." <laughs> I mean, welcome back. Yeah, me? absolutely. Yeah, what are we? What are we? Ten minutes into this, and I just said, "Welcome back again." I don't give a shit about do time. A show without you twice in a row, like what the fuck? Yeah, dude, dude, I don't give a fuck, bro. I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm fucking hanging out with my family, doing living life. My life's about to go on a fucking downward spiral. I don't got no fucking job. I just got this. Ladies and gentlemen, downward spiral. Oh, was wondering when the veil was going to drop. When you yeah, were like, well, I got like that guys. two pay-per-views. Yeah, <laughs> guess what? 
Yeah, I fucking got tons of money. No, I ain't got shit. But it, for real, um, the veil might be dropping. Uh, I'm leaving. At, um, I was about to say FWM. Uh, I'm leaving for, uh, friendly sparring when I want. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I'm definitely going to be keeping this in my life because it's a fucking great constant thing. You guys are awesome and amazing. And uh, yeah, let's get into these fucking fights. Which fight you want to talk about, Juice? <clears throat> Let me break the fourth wall for a second. I'll break it. Speaking of which, thank you to anyone who ever watched Breaking the Fourth Wall. I've talked about it like once or twice in the show before. Is my old like theater podcast that I did. Oh yeah. In the meantime, when I took time off of FWM, someone mentioned one of the shows I covered the other day. Of like, I mean, I'm in Shrek the musical. I mean, I talked about it last episode. Yeah, like, sure is. one of my cast members was like, "Oh, people really need to do this show. It's called Bear." And I was like, "Oh, I covered that show." And I listened to that episode today, and I got super nostalgic. It was weird. Um, but I want to break the fourth wall because every week we decide what prelims we're going to cover. And I'm, I'm all like, like I said, I usually let you pick first. And sometimes you pick the one I was thinking of. And I was like, okay, I'll do this one then. We just talked about it for like five minutes before recording. Didn't decide. I mean, I basically said mine, but you, I, you didn't say whether or not you wanted to cover that one if I needed to do another one instead. Okay, so, so that's Juice, which fight is the one you're picking? Vanessa Demopolo, yeah, okay. uh, well, apparently from a Texas or something. Oh, okay, or let me Ohio also or... break. Let me also break the fourth wall again. I'm gonna talk right to the camera because that's all I do. I'm not talking to you. I'm not looking at you down here. I'm looking right here. Hey, listen, Patreon listeners, I'm gonna break the fourth wall right now. My fight comes after his. Normally, whenever we pick, whoever picks chronologically first goes first. A lot of the times, my fight's first. So today, which order is it? Is it you first or is it me first? Because I can't remember. You wouldn't tell talk- me which one you're picking. We didn't talk about Kay Hansen. That wasn't, that wasn't a fight conversation. So if your pick was this one, then you know that mine comes after it. That's it, guys. I'm done. I'm done. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to do FWM anymore. I want to do friendly sparring. That's what this is. Good news. Oh, shit. Good. Good. I remember. Are, are we right. good now? What? what hey, what bro, we're you? good. Because this you'll... is the second hey. fight. The fuck around to find out. <laughs> are we or are we not covering the K Hansen fight? We're not. Because that's not. not my fight. That's not my fight. Okay, good. Okay. Because my pick is the Vanessa Dimopoulos fight. Who's from all apparently lived in Greece for a time, but she's from, now living in Ohio from Ohio. Thick accent. Whatever her accent is, is very twangy. Yeah, exactly. Very, very Ohio. Um, then she was fighting, uh, gonna get this right. Silvana Gomez Juarez from Argentina, who trains in, in Mexico and, and she had both flags. And I was <clears> on my bullshit last night. I was. I was drinking. I was like, Viva Mexico! I was drinking. Yeah! I was so wanting her to win, and I was, like, tweeting all about it. And then even, like, uh, Silvana dropped her early, and I was like, are we about to see a a fucking TKO in a women's final fight? Like, this almost never happens. Let's fucking go! I was, like, tweeting. I was like, Eso! Fucking Vanessa grabs an arm bar from the bottom and almost rips the poor girl's arm off. I was quick, so quick tap. sad, bro. Well, not, not quick tap because she really fought, tried to guard it out, but it, it was trapped. She couldn't. Yeah. And then this bitch jumps into Joe Rogan's arms. 
<laughs> like she was super surprised. Apparently didn't know she was fighting on a pay-per-view in the U S which is where Joe Rogan is almost always there. Like she was super surprised by Joe Rogan. Like Kim was just like, I'm here with Joe Rogan. And was like <laughs> hugging him and shit. And at the end, like jumped up into his arms and, and Joe Rogan's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care that I'm married. Okay. I'm, I'm an MDMT. Yeah. Uh, I was just like, what the fuck? Joe Rogan definitely fucked that girl after the fights. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I can't wait. We're definitely a Joe Rogan uh, spreading slander podcast. Bro, do you remember a couple years ago when Brendan Schaub went on some podcast and talked about bald dudes slanging dick? And he was like, he was like, bald, he was like, bald dudes aren't really out here slanging dick, except for a couple people like, you know, Joe Rogan. Basically saying it's on his wife. Wow. Well, congratulations to Joe Rogan. Uh, congratulations to that. That's factual, by the way. I don't. If yeah. you guys want, yeah, just clip this out. Check the tape, bud. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. I hope MMA sites report on this. Joe Rogan had sexual relations with Vanessa Demopoulos. Absolutely, hundred <clears throat> percent. She put his penis in an armbar, as uh, Marlon Wayne said. Marlon Wayne said about Ronda Rousey. That's one of yeah. my favorite interviews. If, if anyone hasn't seen it, go look up Marlon Wayans. Type in Marlon Wayans, Ronda Rousey, and you'll see an, an interview with him on Conan. When and Conan was like, so you like watching UFC? And Marlon Wayans was like, yeah, I like Ronda Rousey. She was like, she, she gets people in an armbar. I want her to put my penis in an armbar. And then like, <laughs> like, demonstrates. Did like the full he, he was like, back. <laughs> it was hilarious. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, weird part. Yeah, her jumping into his arms. Uh, broadcast team was pretty cool last night. I mean, I wasn't really paying too much attention. I was just too busy, you know, watching the football games because they're more important. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, I was at the bar. I was like seated right in front of my favorite TV, this like big screen that they have that's right in this like kind of special kind of raised area. And I was like, oh, I can't fucking wait. I finally got my seat open. And they're playing the football game. I was like, uh, oh, get that out of here. Um, anyway, my prelim fight pick of the night is Jack Della Madalena. 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 Against, <laughs> against Pete Rodriguez. Um, honestly, <clears throat> hey, how's about Jack just fucking that guy up? Fucking that guy's face up so bad. Um, so bad. I mean, he was, the I think, the biggest favorite on the card. Like better yeah. favorite, and and boy did he fucking deliver! I mean, he fucked that motherfucker up like really bad. Yeah. That was a um, showcase fight for him. Yeah, he was he was just really like, and that guy's face was getting bloody quick, but it, it just looked really bad. By the end of the fight, he looked like he went at least like seven rounds. <laughs> yeah, I don't even care how many rounds he can go, but that's how many rounds it looked like he went. Um, it was what three? It was <laughs> three minutes. Oh, oh two two fifty nine. 259, just under three minutes. Like just getting his ass, ass whooped for three minutes. <laughs> so, you know, that's, uh, yeah, good job on, uh, you know, uh, a Kiwi. Australian? 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 I think he's Australian. Let me just make sure because I don't want, yeah, I don't want him to come after me if I'm wrong. Yeah, you don't want him to come, come in you. Well, I do want that. Australia. Yeah. Australia, yeah. Um, yeah, but great. I mean, he was really just throwing it on him. So that was my, I mean, there were other great fights on the card. There was yeah, 
I mean, as far as the um, the prelims go, I mean, the Frivola, um, uh, uh, Valdez, Valdez, amazing fight. That, that yeah, was really, like the, I tweeted this out as like the lightweight version of Arlovsky Brown, if you remember that fight from like 2014. Lived uh, they, up they to beat the shit out of each other for four minutes until one of them got a finish. Yeah, lived up to that steamroller. I mean, you're right. Valdez was was swinging back. They were, it was pretty messy. I mean, as far yeah. as them just like fucking each other up. So, I would say it was like it was like seventy thirty. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't like a fifty fifty back and forth war. It was just like, oh, who landed first? Like, you definitely knew Frivola was in control. It just was like Valdez was kind of landing a little bit. Like, Frivola would take one to give two. Like, it was kind of like that. I was like, fuck yeah, let's go. Uh, and like there was one point where I thought he might gonna try and submit him, but then he was like, nah, let me just keep fucking hitting his face. Yeah, no, it was a it was a good um good fucking fight on both of them. And then the um the Victor Henry and Rayoni, Rayoni Barcelos. Rayoni Barcelos. Rayoni, Rayoni Barcelos. Um yeah, uh Victor Henry just won very easily in that fight. Uh I was yeah, and I gotta pretty say, impressed. He should get a better topology photo. I get like no disrespect, but when I was like looking at these fights, his topology picture looks so weird. He just has a weird facial expression, not looking at the camera. Uh, mm-hmm. He's throwing up the like the devil horns, like the rock. rock oh, on. perfect! Yeah, but, yeah. Like it cool. looks like his hand is broken. It's just oh, such cool. a weird angle and weird picture. Last night on the at the fights, I was like, he's a pretty cool looking motherfucker. Like he needs a yeah. better topology picture. He needs. Um, I mean, that hair. He's rocky. He's looking like he looks like UFC Kenny G. um so you know just keep that up but um but he fucking he played those notes all night beat the shit out of barcelos you know what i mean yeah Yeah, just like 90s tell me how am i supposed to live without you no you know what song someone needs to walk out to (laughs) the michael bolton song can i touch you can i touch you yes yes gonna touch you there yeah that's perfect good song i'm manifesting it if someone walks out to that song you will be my favorite fucking fighter of all time oh perfect it's gonna be greg hardy anyways moving on (laughs) greg hardy doesn't give a shit about consent what are you talking about oh wow slam Oh, that's good. What a little bitch, man. Yeah, huh? what that's a bitch, Greg Hardy. What a weird, what a weird thing he was like. Well, you know, whoever's gonna win between Francis and and Cyril, I'll see. What? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, wait. What happened? What? What do you mean? He was supposed to be on this card. Oh, that's right. Does anyone know what happened to that? Let me find he out. Shot? Let's hope he got shot. <laughs> You get shot. Oh, uh, Greg Hardy. Oh, I forget his nickname is the fucking Prince of War. Oh, uh, so cringe. He probably took a dump in Ibiza. Uh, to, they moved it to two seventy two. Looks like. Yeah, because they wanted to get him prepped. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Asthma. Little bitch. We'd have to look into that, but his typology, typology will list like canceled bouts and stuff like that. It lists Alexi Olenek one twenty two canceled. Sergey Spivak, who was the replacement, 122, canceled. But he's still fighting Sergey Spivak. They just moved it to one, uh, 272. The covington Masvidal fight. So covington, we have to Masvidal. see a fucking two pieces of shit in the main event going at each other. And then Greg Hardy, probably in the co-main or whatever, some fucking dude, fight he doesn't deserve. Dude, is he, he's not getting the co-main. 
I mean, I don't know if they have the ballot order determined for that. I'm just saying, like, they've done it before. <laughs> oh, man. Like, how many how many UFC fights has he had? How many UFC fights has he had? <sighs> how many co-main events has he had? Uh, it's a lot. Oh, and even one main event, I think. Misses. Oh, man. Yeah, it's so dumb, dude. Bro, if fucking Edson Barbosa and Bryce Mitchell doesn't get co-main, I'm going to be pissed. Oh, that's a 272? Yes. Yeah, that's a way bigger fight and a or well, way better fight and a way more important fight in the I guess division. no, honestly, let, let Greg Hardy like whatever, just fucking not fight or wow, yeah. a lot of people just got I I hope Sergey Spivak, because he's kind of a grappler. I hope he like smothers Greg Hardy. Like I hope he just makes it an absolutely fucking boring ass fight. Yeah. Where people are just booing the whole time. Even though All right, well technically probably be booing Sergey. Yeah, un- uneducated fans, but whatever. Uneducated. Uh, speaking of uneducated fans, last <laughs> night, um, <laughs> what a segue! What a what a great fight, huh? What about what a great main card that was? Uh, yeah, started off with a pretty big banger. I mean, Michael, uh, my Morales, cousin Skeeter got knocked the fuck out, huh? Yeah, dude, cousin Skeeter got fucking knocked the fuck out. I, I mean, was really disappointed in that tweet not blowing up like I thought. I was like. Maybe it's because it was after he got knocked out by the time I put it together. But I was like, hey, you want to feel old? <laughs> this is my cousin Skeeter yeah, that, now. The puppet, yeah, puppet cousin Skeeter got knocked out. No, not the puppet. He looks like the the brother. I think he. Oh, I think Skeeter oh, was the, the puppet. So I don't know. Like, yeah, it looks like the, the actor that was the guy. Yeah, cool. Um, anyway, right. Michael Morales shut his fucking lights out, dude. Yeah, it was pretty impressive. Um, yeah, like I was sitting there thinking, Oh, Trevor Dial's moving down to Welterweight, it's gonna be good. Like, let's see how he does. And I think he had like a bit of success, but then I was like, Oh, no, yeah, no, <clears throat> that did not go in his favor at all. Um, but uh, you know, good on Morales. I think he's he's undefeated, yeah, at this point, still, yeah, he is uh, seven or 13 and 0. 13 Say so he was the seventh bout on the car, that's what I was looking at, seven next to his name. Right. Um, uh, next up, man, that was hey, how's about Nurmagomedov bro. being quick on the how's neck? about Cody Stamen being a piece of shit? He's a piece of shit. Why is he? Piece no, of I shit? just he just gets on my fucking nerves. I, okay, I mean, piece of shit. like I don't think he's problematic or whatever. Although he, okay. he definitely feels like he probably voted for Trump. He probably was like, yeah, choice, yeah, Ooh. yeah, Ooh. and then got um, fucking strong arm. Yeah, and they got fucking strangled the fuck. Shout out to the homie Ben Cone, uh, Agent Ben Ten on Twitter. Uh, for a breakdown of the of the choke, I was reading that super interesting. I I like not knowing a damn thing about jujitsu and like watching and and reading like breakdowns like that and feeling like I learned something. And that's what I that's what happened there. Yeah, dude, it was because they it called was... it a guillotine choke, and uh, Ben uh, broke down how it's it's actually called a ninja choke. The way he did it. Yeah, dude, it was pretty tight. Like it was really tight. I, whenever he jumped over and like you see his neck, I literally thought. Um, Cody Stamen's hand was a part of Nurmagomedov's arm. Like it literally would look like just closed shut. I was like, well, that guy lost his neck. Well, that's why um, he explained the ninja choke. It's basically like a rear naked choke type grip, but in a guillotine. Yeah. Like in yeah, that position. From I that feel like that's position. what, weirdly enough, I feel like that's what everyone is looks like they're trying to do, which is to scissor these two, the, the forearm yeah. and their bicep. I feel like that's what everyone's going for in general, but you the feel way like, it looks, well, that's like kind of like a Darce. 
Right. And that's, that's what I'm, that's why it looked weird because it looked like he, like literally his full arm was closed. Like I was like, Oh, yeah. oh that guy's neck is literally just barely popping out. Like his crushing is everything. Uh, so Cody yep. definitely knew he fucking lost and tapped. Shout out to some guy on Twitter that was like, uh, I like I tweeted out. I was like, normally I do not root for Russians. <laughs> gotta tell you, gotta be honest, especially when, fighting, especially when they're fighting an American. I want Saeed Nurmagomedov to smash Cody Stamen. And this guy apparently, uh, maybe it was like a fucking MAGA thing or whatever. Like you know, oh fucking America's gonna whatever. I have no idea, but he was like, oh Saeed Nurmagomedov sucks. There will be no smashing. He lost to Justin Scoggins or like. Talking about, I was like, bro, shut up. Like 30 seconds later, got the choke. And I was like, uh, you were saying? And then yeah. doubled down on it. He was like, yeah, well, he still sucks. Yeah, well, like, you know, well, my wait, sister. Wait, wait. <laughs> well, you know, my sister tweeted. Stop. Well, you know, I hate my sister's pussy. Anyways, <laughs> let's keep going. Oh, man, I'm going to throw up. Yeah, Maga land, you know? <laughs> So yeah, that was that fight, um, bro. Gotta get a bumper sticker. Gotta get a MAGA sister. Sorry, MAGA um, bumper sticker that says MAGA. I eat my sister's pussy. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that's making my sister come is me. So alpha like that too. Like, yeah, I told the mother boys stay away. Because the only one that's the only one's eating that cat is me. My sister's dating this soy boy liberal cut. I told him get fucking lost. You ain't making my sister come. Only me. Only I eat that cat. <laughs> only the cats for me. Sister's cats for me. <laughs> that's the name of the episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's my sister's cat. Yeah, we got the name. Yeah. Dude, this is fucking. This is honestly every time I come back, funniest I've ever been in my entire life. Yes, I agree. It's like it's like when they say absence makes the heart grow fonder. Like absence yeah. makes the funny bone funny. Fucking yeah. grow dick strong. You know yeah, what I mean? Grow dick strong. Fucking funny bone. Um, yeah. So you know, Cody Stamen eats his sister's pussy. You heard it here, here first. You heard it here. Breaking news. First. I can see the headline on MMA Mania. Yeah. Piece of shit. Cody Stamen eats his sister's pussy. <laughs> Why? It's the most ridiculous oh. thing I've ever said in my entire life. Although I've said some pretty ridiculous things on this yeah, show. We've, so. Yeah, we've said. And and off mic. So. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, off mic yeah, a lot more. Oh, definitely more. But, you know, speaking of ridiculous, Michelle Pajeda. I mean. Dude. <laughs> Hey, speaking of funny, funniest you've ever been, I text you, this fight is bananas. That's like my <laughs> thing. I was like, this fight is fucking bananas. 30 seconds later, the dick kick happened in the third round. <laughs> and you're like, well, he kicked him in the banana. Stupid. I'm a kid. I'm a little little yeah. boy, little child. Boy. Freshly shaved like a little boy, too. Anyways, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Pajeda. Wow. Hey, does anybody know how to... Uh, stop that guy from jumping and kneeing you in the fucking face. You can't. <laughs> you simply cannot. It does not exist. You just gotta accept it. Like, like <sighs> they're like, let's see if Francis Ngannou accepts being on his back. 
Yeah. You just got to accept we're, it. We're definitely going to be getting to that. Um, we're definitely going to be getting to but, that. But uh, goodness. Um, honestly, um, Andre did a pretty good job and rocked yes. the head a couple times. But the is just he's just wacky. So good. He's just a wacky dude. He he's made a switch ever since he lost to Tristan Connolly. And then I think was the Diego Sanchez fight after that, where I mean he was beating him, but Diego Sanchez was being really weird and got the DQ from fucking milking the rules or whatever the fuck. But like since he came back after that, he's just been a lot more technical. Like he's learned to kind of control the chaos. I just love everything about it. Like my favorite combo he was throwing and he, he, he was throwing it often. He would do like a left hook to the body and a right cross. I was just like, I love it. Yeah, dude. He, he really earned that win. Um, and really they both were t- really super tough in it, but Bahena just edged him out just with t- technique and style, um, especially in that third round. Um, so mm-hmm. just beautiful fight uh, that led us straight into guys. The co-main. Hey, what the fuck? We need to uh, see them fight a million and a half times. Dude, these seem like the kind of guys that would fight. You know, you know, sometimes like like apparently Giga Chifradzi w- was saying how oh yeah, if we nine fight times ten, ten times, yeah. I win I win nine of them. If Brandon Moreno and, and Figadero fight ten times, they each win five. Dude, I really believe they're like so evenly matched. It's insane. It's and a lot of people are like, "Oh, robbery!" But uh, just both very evenly technically matched. It's crazy. And the scrambles that were happening, like this, felt you know what it felt like to me. Um, <clears throat> it kind of felt. I mean, in the sense of like me sitting on the edge of my seat, it kind of felt like the Inganu Stipe one, uh, as mm. far as anxiety goes, because like they were yeah. they were throwing haymakers and both stunning each other. And I was like, "Oh man, like this is." Okay, like at any moment. And then uh, the crowd would react. What I loved about this fight specifically was, first of all, the back and forth was amazing. Uh, you know, and I understand if you scored it for Brandon um, winning. Um, but when the fight went to the ground, the crowd got so loud. And I was like, that's cool. Like, what an interesting ch- turn of events uh, that I think people they just are appreciating love- Brandon Moreno like that was a very pro Brandon Moreno crowd being in Anaheim being in that area Brandon talked about the press conference there was so many Mexican flags in the audience the support was unreal yeah he he you know I mean it's it's unfortunate that he lost but we're gonna get a fourth I mean it's just so we have to so well technical and and weirdly enough I mean honestly most people like I don't know but yeah I'd watch him fight so many times in a row it's not even it's not even a question. I mean, like, this is a, first of all, good rivalry. Um, yeah. The second that Brandon won, the, the buildup to this fight was great. And, like, it's a good, like, competitive. They respect the shit out of each other. They, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a good, good, it's a healthy rivalry. It's something that we're going to watch for, for a long time. So cheers to them for giving us the fucking fight of the night because it was awesome. What an awesome fucking fight. Um. What and an then, awesome fight that Brandon definitely won. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's go, Brandon. But... I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> anyway. I literally, so I did that obviously on Twitter as whatever. I, I did on Instagram and then I, I had to post that second thing because I was like, I really hope people don't come after me because of that. I was like, dang, we deserve a fourth fight. 
Yeah. That was weird. Did I tell you I went to a concert, right? And they were they were chanting. They were chanting, let's go, Brandon, right? At the no. At this, well, it was a country music concert. I'm not gonna tell you what artist. Anyways, we went to it. Uh, you have to tell me what artist. Uh yeah, anyways, it's um La- Rascal Luke. Flats. Uh it really was Morgan Wallen. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not gonna tell you the artist, but anyway, uh I don't care. Actually, I don't care about it. It's Zach Bryan. That's one one of the people like um, he wasn't chanting it. He didn't it didn't matter. Yeah. But weirdly enough, at the very beginning of the of the before they even came on. Everyone was chanting, let's go, Brandon. And I was like, what? You're you're with your people. Just say, fuck Joe Biden. I don't understand. Then yeah. the chances started to go. I was like, just say it. Like, if you're in a group of a bunch of whiteies, just say it. Yeah. Uh, they're all probably going to join in anyway. And then last yeah. night at the at the uh, Honda Center, everyone was chanting that, which I thought was pretty funny because it was very appropriate for them yeah. to chant that because they want Brandon Moreno to win. I sh- I sh- remember you- now that now that you bring it up, I remember you sending me a video of it. And it was weird how it went from like it escalated. It was like, "Let's go, Brandon, fuck Joe Biden, fuck my sister." It was weird. Yeah, I did do that. Yeah, <laughs> sister's cat for me. That's sister's cat title. Dude. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, don't worry about "Let's Go, Brandon" because I really want Brandon Moreno. Irrelevant. I don't actually think that. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Don't actually. Doesn't matter. Doesn't it's just really words. Care. Just words don't really care, especially not any vulgar words. But anyway, here we go. Um, the speaking main of vulgar, yeah. Event. Speaking of vulgar words that I was saying uh, during the third, fourth, and fifth round when Francis Ngannou was wrestling. Oh my god, dude! Hey, dude! Fucking amazing! And Cyril, when he was getting like the the leg the leg lock and all that, like the leg, I was like, oh, and then like, and then gone reverse. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like when. When Francis did that, I think it's called a scissor sweep. I'm not a BJJ guy. I'm not going to sit here and be a fraud, but like I knew it's a sweep of some kind. I saw people calling a scissor sweep. When he was on, like, like Cyril Gunn actually got the takedown and got on top. I was like, holy fuck. Ingano swept him and then reversed it. I was like, yeah. I went, I went crazy, dude. I went crazy. No, that fight was uh, yeah. so good. I don't think anybody had that on their bingo card for 2022. No. And Francis Ngannou, Francis Ngannou winning rounds from top control whatever from top control like pa- passing guard he got i i swear I, I i know this for a fact and i don't even know it but i like i can tell you whoever his jiu-jitsu coach is they gave him a belt promotion for that fight yeah he got a stripe or he got another belt like that had to have been we've never seen that from him and obviously he's been working on it and especially like i know he worked on his wrestling with kamaru and kamaru being in his corner was was a huge help uh yeah I, what i love about what i loved about this fight specifically for francis um <clears throat> was that you know a lot of fighters will say i'm gonna work on this i'm gonna do this this is what i'm working on i know he does that so i'm gonna work on that you very rarely in a lot of fights sometimes you don't get to see those fighters flex that muscle at all because the fight right. goes a different way exactly but francis like made it go that way which is even more interesting it wasn't like no i'm afraid to he was like no let me clinch and then at, at the beginning of the first uh couple of uh rounds when cyril's clinching uh everyone's like oh this is good for cyril and then once once francis started uh doing all the reversals like the hip throws all that stuff everyone was like oh looks like the clinching is good for francis like it, it really just showed you um that he's not you know he is a 
well-rounded mixed martial artist. I mean, you know, obviously his punches are going to be the most amazing thing out there, but I didn't feel as much anxiety as I normally do with him swinging wildly um, on all of his other fights. It's so interesting to see that the way he got to the top of the mountain was being vicious and aggressive with his uh, coaching team that was before it, before, um, I don't know where he was before. MMA factory in, in France, in Paris. Yeah. And then that coach Cyril is like his old coach. mm -hmm. Yeah. And then to have him switch over and now get to the top of the mountain and then be a, be a patient fighter. Like, uh, I mean, it's great. And Francis is such a great champion. You got to love it. I mean, I thought Cyril was going to give him a lot more trouble than he did, but unfortunately, you know, Cyril's very much like a point fighter. I mean, in the sense of like, he's comfortable with that. The idea of like, okay, right. I, can, I can get to the third round and be like, all right, well, I've, I've kicked him or hit him, you know, done enough of that stuff. Uh, but Francis really put it to him and goodness. I mean, all the grappling was so good too. It wasn't even boring. Yeah. It wasn't like lay and pray. It was actually good. Right. Stuff. And I, and I gotta say like credit to Cyril because it, it, it occurred to me in the for like first round of that five, first couple of exchanges, I was like, Oh my God, this is the first time Ngannou is fighting someone his size. Yeah. He's just basically towered over everybody. Even like Stipe. Stipe is a decent sized heavyweight and he's pretty tall, but he was kind of a little undersized and he just threw, threw Francis around. So we didn't get to really see that. Like Cyril Gon is like as big as Francis. And you could tell from those, those two first two rounds Cyril's got way better stand-up. And we knew he's a more technical kickboxer and things like that, but, like, I thought Francis was going to be able to catch him. Like, Cyril was making Francis miss like crazy, dude. And, like, I still thought, like, Francis' path to victory was a knockout, like, up until we saw the wrestling. So, like, there was a there was a round where Eric Nixick was, was uh, coaching Francis in the corner, and then he deferred to the striking guy, Dewey Cooper. Um, and Dewey said something which was like spot on. And it was a great read. It was like, he's dipping his head. Whenever you throw this time that with the uppercut. And I was like, Francis got a great uppercut. He's going to knock this motherfucker out. Let's go. And even still, it wasn't landing. Like yeah. he would like Cyril would dip, but then he wasn't there for the uppercut. I was just like, well, he's fucked. Yeah. Dude. And then when, when Cyril threw that kick or whatever that Francis caught and just muscled him to the ground, I was like, my, mind yeah. blown i couldn't like i was so nervous especially like when yeah like cyril got the man 100 the yeah. heel hook it had everything like that's honestly one of the best heavyweight title fights do you recency bias for sure but come on like that was amazing yeah it was just very incredibly unexpected and and i mean what's it you know i mean we're gonna talk about you know obviously we're gonna talk about fucking dana white not putting the fucking belt around francis's mm. fucking waist which is which is stupid um, which is dumb. It's 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 generally stupid, but like, come on, man. Like, I'm sorry that Francis has said a lot of public stuff with you and stuff like that, but that fight made fucking that that fight is making the people that think heavyweights can be boring fights. That made it fucking very everyone excited about heavyweight with Francis specifically because it was so surprising. It, the path, like you said, the path to victory, what we thought was a knockout, and it turned out that halfway through it, it turns out that's not the case, which doesn't happen in a lot of fights. 
It does. It simply does not. Um, in MMA, it, 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 like I said, it's one of those things that doesn't sometimes make sense. But this one, it just like very naturally led it to like, oh, okay, that was the game plan for the net last, you know, uh, two and a half rounds, and and it yeah. worked, and it worked really well. So you know, kudos to 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 Francis and Ganu uh, doing what he did. Um, but you know, let's get our boy Derek Lewis back in there. And let's see what's going on. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't want to take the shine away from from Francis. Phenomenal performance last night. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. It was really, really good. Really patient and Ghana. I mean, he's fucking great. He's a great champion. And I, I really hope no more bullshit happens. Like no more fucking, I don't know, public shit. I, I mean, like if it does, I hope it swings in Francis's favor at the end of the day. But I, to pay him. Pay him what he's worth. Hey, pay him what he's do worth. what you gotta do. He's great. He's a fucking great fighter, and he fucking proved it last night. <clears throat> yeah, I and mean, this is crazy. I mean, this is like the last fight on his deal. Who knows what what's gonna happen? I I, I believe that they're gonna sort it out and they're gonna get get it right, but who knows? Yeah, I rarely I rarely feel this way about fighters, to be honest with you. And last night, like I said, was pretty. I don't know why I feel this way, but it, it was pretty amazing as far as, yeah. as far as surprise goes. I, I, yeah. So, and to show that, that the ability to make that change and to, to adapt, like I said, the fact that hopefully they get a really nice fucking big old paycheck negotiation from this. Cause that was good. That was fucking good. He's a good fucking champion. Do not take it away from him just because of the fact that he's talking about his worth because his worth is important. Yeah. I honestly want to know what made Dana White not put the belt on him. Like how fucking like there's only a handful of times in UFC history when Dana didn't put the belt on a champion. Like the and, and people are talking about the Stipe one as well. Dana tried to Stipe was like, no, give me, I want, I want my coach to do it. Like that was a, like a power move on Stipe's behalf or whatever. Um, and I'm sure like Dana was happy to be like, okay, whatever. Fuck you. Like, you know, they, they had, did have some tension or whatever, but Dana was going to put it on. Dana just simply was not there. And, and I don't like, I can't remember. I remember Dana telling a story about what happened at UFC 199 when Ariel got kicked out. Like apparently it happened in between the cruise fight um and because that was the co-main and the main was bisping like they right. they brought him back i can't remember if dana said he didn't make it to the main event or that he had to rush and couldn't like put back his suit jacket on or something like that he was saying like so 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 maybe he was there maybe even still he made it to that point to do that for bisping why couldn't you do that with Francis? Like, this is your heavyweight champion, the most coveted title in all of combat sports, the heavyweight championship. It was just, it was just gross. Bad, bad. bad. And, and not showing up to the press conference, like, he better have a real fucking good reason because right now it just looks like he's being super petty and throwing a tamper tantrum. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt that the, you know, I'll tell you who would have been there, the fucking, the fucking, um, uh, the guy from uh, Combate Global. I must be. I might be. Combate Global. Campbell McLaren. Yeah, yeah Campbell. He would have been there. Yeah, he would have been there with a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> looking, looking weird. 
Anyways, guys, those are the fights. What a perfect segue. It wasn't, but here we are. It wasn't, but a, here we are. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Here the break is. And we are back. Oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the forum starts now. <laughs> the first question is from Front Kicks and Throw Cuddles, our homie oh. Ty Fly Guy. Well, Here Ty. is his question. What's up, Juice and Leo? It is Ty from the Front Kicks and Throw Cuddles podcast. Question for you regarding Francis Ngannou. If he were to develop more of that wrestling and that clinch clinic that he put on Cyril Gunn, do you think he could hold on to that title a little bit longer? Depending on if, of course, Dana White is willing to go go against his wishes and decides to pay Francis a little bit more, which he should. And, yeah, don't even get me started about fighters' pay. Uh, well, let me know what you think. Love the show. And catch you all later. Don't get you started. Don't get us started on it. Yeah, well, uh, we're about to get started on fighter pay. No, uh, no, we're not. But, yeah, 100%. Yes. It, if he keeps working on it, I mean, like I said, it, we there's i don't know man it's like one of those things like if you think about these fighters that are coming up that are moving it's like someone that's faster cool but you try to get in range with him that you die yeah get killed he's got the equalizer i mean like if cyril gone couldn't do it someone as slick as that who is his size has trained with him and knows him who can? Yeah, we. Gotta, I'm trying to think of like I mean, what is John the Jones answer to probably, that, but I don't think yeah. John Jones will ever fight. Like T. Cross was like, we were texting about it right now. I was like, because I had seen my my homie uh, freelance goon had tweeted out Francis Ngannou Madoff, and I texted to T. Cross, and he was like, yeah, who who can beat him? And I was like, well, John Jones, maybe. It's like fair mm-hmm. point. Uh, and like, especially after seeing the sloppy stand-up, like, and John Jones is a better wrestler, one hundred percent convinced John Jones can beat him. I feel, I mean, he could still get caught on the way in. That's very likely possibility with Francis. But like, the way fucking John Jones tweeted, "Oh, maybe I'll stay retired." Like, is does he want to get dunked on for a living? Like. <laughs> Everyone was shitting on him, dude. Like, uh, like I was like, oh, you're so fucking stupid. Yeah, it's funny that you said mention freelance goon. He always puts out that that stupid video of fucking Prince Harry, I think. Yeah, in the middle. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite video every time. I yeah. literally laugh every single time. Yeah, every time when happens, I cannot with, stop with laughing. Stem in the background and face the pain. He's like, he's like doing the thing. He's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go watch you. It's amazing. It's the best thing I've ever yeah, seen. It's so I good. laugh every time. Thank you, Freelance Kid, for that. Yeah. Um, yes. We already answered the question. I'm gonna answer it again. Yes. I don't I don't know 
what's going to happen. I don't know when anyone's going to be able to, because like you said, John Jones, like just keep doing cocaine. Okay. Yeah. Just keep doing it. Okay. Cause nobody wants you back. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when, when fucking Greg Hardy got the inhaler in one of his fights? Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine John Jones does fight in Ganu. And the first round is just hell, like absolute hell. And his coaches are like, all right, son, that wasn't the way we planned. And he's just like, give me the back. And they're like, John, give me the fucking back. And he just, is it okay? Yeah, is it okay if I just do some quick coke real fast? Thank you. Ask you the rest. Thanks. <laughs> and he comes out and finishes him. And Joe Rogan's like, John Jones, why did you, why did you do a bump right before the second round? <laughs> he's like, I think that's a disqualification maybe. He's like, some of you may not know about me, Joe Rogan. I smoke rocks. Anyways, anyways, John Jones could be, but with him out of the picture, I don't know. You know what I'm just thinking? And this is going to make me sound like a UFC shill. Okay. Got to look that up after the show, but keep going. <laughs> That's like a, like a dick writer. Like a, mm. like a super, yeah. like a, I, I don't know how to explain. Yeah, it was a dick writer. <laughs> Got it. Okay, I mean, going. Yeah. But it's like it's not exactly that. It's like oh okay. I don't know. Um, well, now it is in my head. So yeah, going. sure. Yeah. If Francis doesn't uh, resign with the UFC, assuming he stays in MMA, like boxing, honestly, after watching that, like I love him. Tyson Fury, who called him out by the way, would eat him for fucking breakfast. Like, just out, he would toy with him until he was ready to finish him. I mean. The absolutely no chance that Francis wins that fight, but assuming Francis stays in MMA and like let's say signs with a Bellator or a one FC one championship, he's gonna be fucking, he's gonna go on a streak because like already I'm thinking the way he performed on Saturday, like he's gonna be tough to beat for the UFC's heavyweights and. If he leaves the UFC, I gotta feel like he can beat everyone else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it is, but at the same time, like, yeah, there's really not anyone else that can really just come up and do anything. And um, yeah. th- thank you, Ty, for that question. You guys should go listen to uh, Front Kicks and Throwcos this week, as I sent in a, a voice question, and I was like, I was like. Since Brandon Moreno definitely won that fight and he's still the champion, who should he defend his belt against next? <laughs> Kai Kaikar France, right? He's the number one contender. That makes sense. Brandon versus Kai for the belt because that is what is what is, it should be yeah. happening. It's what's gonna happen. Like, I was like not having. I was clearly like laying on the sarcasm thick, but also like, no, no, I'm not fielding any questions on this. If you think Figueroa's a real champion don't at me so yeah we're we're, th- we're thinking are we okay so that's the does anybody ask that question by the way are we thinking immediate i mean we definitely want a fourth five yeah i mean I, I don't um i think someone does a- ask that okay. question Sorry. uh may it might be the next person to be honest with you so oh, let's perfect. play that because uh our boy last minute larry um sent in his voice question on time but brother, his picks for the FSP fight league, he was 
right before that first prelim. I was like, I almost commented. I was like, last minute, Larry reigns supreme. Uh, the homie Decrons, uh, here is his question. What is up, my friendly sparring family? Juice Leo, what's going on, boys? Uh, that was an interesting card. I wanted to hear your thoughts on Dana being MIA, giving Francis a strap and uh, all the post-fight shit. I heard he wasn't there for any of that. I wanted to hear your thoughts on that. And more importantly, how important is pole dancing for a training camp? Fuck. When I get back at her, I think that's what I'm going to do. And uh, other than that, figgy, 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 can't you see? Oh, I love you, boys. Can't wait to listen to the show. Peace. Oh, fuck figure right now. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but I love Decrons. Dude, <laughs> pole dancing for uh, Trinity Camp. I got to be 100% honest with you. That, that, the kind of athleticism it takes to do pole dancing, probably very helpful in grappling. The, the kind of weird muscle groups that they have to work to be able to like stay on the pole. It's honestly like when you, when I watch, I'm not talking about like going to the club and you see strippers that are just kind of like whatever. Like when you see the mm. pole dancers that actually like do the tricks mm. and shit, it's like and before, holy yeah, shit. before we go any further, how many strip clubs have you been to where the strippers do exactly what again? Just one more time. What do they do? Can you please demonstrate it with your hand and body motion? Because <laughs> is that what they do at the strip clubs that you've gone to? Because yeah. at all the strip clubs I've gone to, they aren't moving because they're dead. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> uh, no, uh, keep going. Sorry, I, I just well, want to interrupt. That I, I've, I've, I've told a story on the, sh on the show before. I've only been to one strip club in my entire life. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, same, same here, actually. Uh, it was de the Deja Vu right across from Juicy Burger. Yep, same, in, same exact one. Yep. Same exact one. one. The design. Thousands of pretty girls and three ugly ones. Yep. And boy, do they mean it. Boy, do they mean it. Uh, but no, but also thousands, places like that, they're not huh? really like doing like pole dancing you know whatever right, 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 right yeah they're like more like pole grinding i'm talking about the ones that do like the acrobatics and oh 100 like yeah go upside down on it and then i'm like dude that's why she had that tight grip on the arm bar yeah and, and so Joe Rogan's penis. yeah i would definitely i would definitely recommend uh doing pole dancing for your training or for anyone really yeah. helps your uh helps your core uh and also your kegels Speaking Imagine. of which, Dana White was probably in the back working on his Kegels or something. I don't know what the heck he was doing, but yeah, whatever whatever it is. Maybe him and Joe were running a train on Vanessa. Whatever it is, it's as equal to him. You know what? I don't give a shit. I was going to have a joke, but I'm too tired. Yeah. And I don't care anymore. Whatever whatever Dana White was doing, fuck him. Fuck him for not being there. That's what we'll be thinking. <laughs> yeah. but like like I said, name. he better have a real fucking good reason for not being there. Yeah, because they're going to someone's going to ask him about it. Yeah, because uh, you know it's weird, and it, he wasn't even there for press. Like, what the fuck? Something really bad must have happened. Actually, the more I think about it, yeah, because even I press so. is I mean, kind of yeah. Because press, I is... feel like his answer will be, it's just one of those things. You know how it goes. Can't yeah, always had... be there, or whatever. Yeah, he'll give some vague answer that won't even address it. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I can't always be there. I mean, fuck Francis and Connor. Next. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, I don't like that guy. Anyways, I'm gonna go eat some fucking spaghetti bullshit on Fridays or whatever. <laughs> can i tell you something yeah <laughs> my dad sends me tiktok videos 15 times a day that's good communication keep going. On, on on a slow day just send, sends me videos videos 
the Dana White ones where he's doing the fuck you, uh, fuck it Friday, whatever. He's trying yeah. the weird ass <clears throat> combinations with fucking spaghetti and a baguette and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> the Dana White ones always show up on his page and he always sends them to me. He gets so angry <laughs> at these videos. He's like, what is this fucking idiot think he's doing? I don't even know why he even started doing that stuff. But anyways. Yeah. I honestly like, and, and some of them don't even look like bad. Like the one I'm right. Well, I was thinking about it, like when he had like, they made like a, I think they made like a vodka sauce with spaghetti and they put it in a sandwich. like put it inside a baguette and he had it. I'm like, I mean, sure. It's like crazy amount of carbs for no reason. And it, it might be a little dry, but that sounds otherwise pretty fucking yummy. He takes a bite, goes fucking terrible. Yeah. But yet they after Thanksgiving they made like a fucking leftover cake or whatever with the fucking mashed potato and the stuffing and the turkey. It's like this is a little extra, and I, and I think he said that was good or something. And another one with like a Sunday and just put like all the fucking candy in the world in there, like just the. It's almost like he's trying to like be the Rock with the cheat meals. You know, the Rock is yeah. Like, it's almost like he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Used to, 50, be. <laughs> used to be. Used to be Imagine Dana White. You think this is slick back? Well, I'm bald now. <laughs> this is pushed back. Yeah, he this definitely is he waxed did, back. Yeah, he definitely Dana White used definitely to order have, sloppy steaks. Yeah, he definitely used to have chicken spaghetti at Chickalinis. Yeah, definitely has. <laughs> Imagine the next fucking Friday's chicken spaghetti at Chickalinis. <laughs> Chickalinis, and he's wearing little white jeans. Chicken, chickalini. Yeah, and he's living for New Year's Eve. Yeah. I mean, like I said, they can't stop you from ordering a steak and a glass of water. Sloppy steaks at Trafani's. Oh, boy. <laughs> Order a rare steak, pour water on just get, slap them up. It's so good. I really do uh, think you should leave. All right, yeah. So we we both are on the same page. F- fuck it, Dana White. Whatever he did, fuck dingus. Dingus. Fucking, he's a dingus, bro. You know, I just remembered mm. when negotiations were like tense with him and Nate Diaz, and they finally got a deal done. Part of the agreement or whatever was like Nate getting to slap Dana on camera, and they did a video. Imagine him and Francis <laughs> work it out. And Francis gets to smack him. I love it. They were in a fucking coma. And then we'll have to have Hunter Campbell running the UFC. He's already doing yeah. that. So whatever. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, this is uh this is my boy Reiner next. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for this question, bro. Whew. You're gonna love this one. Hey, Juice and Leah, it's your homie Rhino from the Combat Sports with Rhino Podcast. So, Juice, when we leave questions for each other's shows, it's often out of the box, right? And this one is right on brand for us. So you have won a contest. You and Leo both won a contest where you get to choose one of the three options. A night in with Brandon Moreno doing Legos, just kind of a chill bro night in. A night with Roxanne Modafferi where you guys dress up, you do cosplay, you watch anime, you have a fun night like that. And then the third option option is going out in the town with Eddie with Izzy at a Zonier, a middleweight champ. So you can either do Legos with Brandon, cosplay with Roxy, or a night out in the town with Izzy and Azanier. I'm really looking forward to your guys' answers. Can't wait to hear them. Love you guys. Love the show. Peace. 
Dude, I text Ryan when he sent this. I was like, this is the most difficult question you've ever asked me. And I was like, uh, as a joke, I was like, I pick D, all of the above. And he texted me back in all caps, which he doesn't do often. He was like, that's not an option, you greedy ass bitch or something like that. I was like, damn, hold on. Dude, can I tell you something? Okay, like the one that's edging it out for me really is uh, A Night Out with Izzy, Israel Asanya. But damn, uh, they're all pretty fucking fun. But say, this, watching but- your face, and I hope the patrons see, you have like the, basically the same reaction. After every single one, I was like, oh, well, it's that one. Yeah. Like, I just, I thought Brandon, for some reason, I didn't know it was going to be competing like all my favorites. I was like, the, the Brandon Murray playing Legos. I was like, obviously that one. And like, oh, doing cosplay with Roxy. I was like, fuck, obviously that one. And then Nada with Izzy. Here's why that one's edging. And I, I don't know if that's my official pick yet, but I think when we go, the way he parties, the way his fucking weird brain works, that will be a night you would never forget. Yeah. You know, Maybe the way so- they'd be more memorable in their own way. But dude, Izzy, Izzy, like, can I tell you some? Can I really like? I, I really thought this the other day, and it, it, bro, I, I'm not joking. I know Izzy was just recently in a um was in an anime. He just did a voice for an anime. I don't know mm-hmm. which one. Um, but there's a video of him out there, um, uh breaking uh one of those uh what do you call it machines the the punch machines it just mm. came out just like a couple days ago uh or a couple weeks ago and he because he's, do, he's doing it with a kick and there's a big crowd around mm. him and stuff like that and dude i was like oh oh this is an anime i was like dude this is a scene in an anime show like i was like it's him he kicks it once it's fine then the second time, like in my head, I was playing it out like an anime while I was watching it, and he breaks it, and this big crowd is like erupting, and he's just like the shit. And I'm like, dude, they need to do an anime like based on Izzy. Like, it's such a good idea. Like fifty thousand percent. It's so like I was th- I was watching that scene, and I like if you watch it, just honestly, just picture it animated, and like picture the way that it would be, and like him, like you know, like the big like and kicking and being like a superstar. Like I, I don't know, it's just. Uh, yeah, hanging out with Izzy would be fucking. It is the just like thing. that scene in Dragon Ball Z when they have to go like qualify for the tournament or whatever. Yes, with, like Mr. Hero and he hits as hard as he can, and like Vegeta and all them, they they go up like, yeah, just knock little, it with the yeah, knuckle, yeah, and then like registers super high. Yeah, and dude. Then, and Android 18 is like, yeah, breaks yeah. the fucking thing. Exactly, oh, dude. dude. But the the crowd around it, like I said, I just I kept thinking, like, dude, if this was anime. This would be in an anime. It'd be so fucking sick, and our hero would yeah. be like this cool dude, and then all of a sudden he has to learn a lesson. I would I would do the Nana with Izzy. I would have him teach me how to how to crump. Yeah, teach you how to Dougie. Like I remember one time in like my freshman year, I was I was drinking with these people at a party, and I like. I like pretended like I knew how to crumb and I just started fucking doing it. And everyone was like, Oh, and I was like, this doesn't look good. I don't know why, but since then people would say like, Oh, do, do it, do the, like the fucking thing. And I'm like, that's an, that's an embarrassment to anyone that actually can. It's an insult, but I would have Izzy teach me. I would teach me how to fucking dance. I would go to, a, I would go to a club with Izzy. Yeah, dude, it, it'd be sick. That's my choice. Hanging out with Izzy would be fucking sick. But I'd want I'd want uh, Brandon and and Roxanne to join us too. 
Yeah, exactly. I still picking, still picking the night over Izzy. It's not. I, yeah. I think I found a loophole. I'm, I'm not picking all the above. We're still only going like a night out with Izzy. I just want Brandon <clears throat> and and Roxanne to experience Roxanne that, to be they all, they're both, uh, they're all fans of each other or whatever. I mean, I know, I know, like Roxanne met Izzy and um, they talked about anime and Star Wars and stuff for for a while, and they were going back and forth. And like, I know uh-huh. Brandon met Izzy as well, and they were talking for a while, like. I definitely know like the three of them would have a fucking amazing time. Speaking of amazing time, the videos are like the embedded and stuff of like Brandon and Francis just being like best buds. Super so fucking cool. wholesome. Yeah. Love it. I love, love it. it. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Ryan. Good question. And and good, uh, good feel goods for us for the thoughts of what we could be hanging doing and hanging out with them. That's yeah. so cool. Would be but, uh, definitely go check out um combat sports to rhino he had an interview with a tough uh alum i i will leave i will leave it there he's got an interesting story this this young man who gave and he gave rhino the exclusive on his his backstory or whatever um, for, first time told <laughs> i can't i can't wait to fucking play this next one dude here's the Here's the homie uh, Milliken. Here we go. What's going on, fellas? It's MMA by Milliken. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Listen, Dana White, his antics, UFC 270, proved that he is a bitch ass. I have never seen such a pussy in all my life. He is a bitch. What advice, you know, life advice, business advice, would you give Francis at this point? given in the situation that he's in because he's stuck making the same money because he won and possibly stuck three fights in making the same money. What advice would you guys give him at this moment? And as always, Leon Edwards sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. I really came out of nowhere. I love it. I got to tell you, dude. That first that first sentence hit me so hard that I, I started laughing. <laughs> All I could think about <laughs> Dana White's a fucking pussy. I've never seen anyone more pussy in my life. <laughs> and then the ending of the Leon Edwards still sucks. And he does that's kind of his thing. So like I knew it was coming, like like how FMP or um, uh, MMA Cabbage, I was like, FMP, fuck my Perry. Bro. Imagine Leon Edwards and Francis Ngannou switch gimmicks. The so Francis is like, I'm on a 10 fight win streak in the toughest division in those sport. <laughs> <laughs> and then fucking Leon is like, Doesn't matter. I'm gonna knock him out. God. <laughs> uh, business advice I would give to Francis. Life advice. Um, hold out for as long as you can. Yeah, honestly, you just, you just won. The pool is figuring out their swimming status. Stipe has no idea when he's coming back, what's going on. Like, nobody has any idea what's happening with that. So, take your time, take your time, and let them sweat. And, and, and this is like, <clears throat> I can say from a business standpoint, the UFC doesn't need anybody, right? Like, the show will roll on, like, they Absolutely. can walk away from whatever. But without being super hyperbolic, they need Francis. Mm-hmm. Like Francis definitely has some negotiating power in this. He he's such a unique story. 
He's like the hardest hitting punter in the history of the heavyweight division, like ever, like in all of MMA, like recorded the hardest punch. Yep. Like, and I'm not saying he's unbeatable because obviously we've seen him be beaten. And I mean, that, that's kind of adds to his story too, of kind of this like came from nothing sort of under underdog story. And just the, the way he showed so much heart in that fight and said that he took the fight, even though he tore his MCL like during camp at some point, just wanted to be like proof himself. You, you can't, you, you can't just say no to that. And obviously like you got to come to terms. That doesn't mean he gets to demand like the world, right. In terms of like numbers or whatever, but you got to make that work. You got to make that work. I just think like, I think the way he was talking, he's unhappy with the way he he feels mistreated. I I will will say initially, I thought when Dana White was kind of saying some of the things he was saying early on with Francis saying he had like an ego, I was like, what? No. Hearing certain things coming out, like, and I would say that that coach is like, G, G, G from the woke ass put it best. Like he's a bird, his fucking coach. Or his old coach, Fernand Lopez, Cyril's coach. He's kind of spreading shit, but but from some of the things that he said, like it just feels like Francis does have a bit of an ego. That said, yeah. it's not unwarranted. But uh-huh. like, if the way Francis was talking at the press conference, I do feel like he wants to stay with the UFC. Mm-hmm. He just has to make it work, and I Absolutely. I think they're going to. I have faith for now, so we'll we'll give it time. You know, maybe they want to come to terms with John Jones or or whatever, and that's Francis fight is part of it, so they gotta kind of make that work. You know, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy, dogs. It's crazy, dogs. No. Uh, thank you, Milliken. Go check out his podcast. He just he just uh, released uh, suspect picks, which he does right before every card. He'll do it on, like the Saturday, the card or the or the Friday night, usually depending on timing um let me just check my notes because we've got a few more we got some twitter questions leo before we go into the actual forum i got a dm question from our, our homie jimmy the drunk at paroli proud one of our one of our patrons uh amazing question here he says should we just agree that moreno and figgy will never fight other fighters and book them to fight two times per year or just have uh-huh. them fight until one of them wins two times in a row. <laughs> Bro, this was an amazing idea. And obviously you do want to give other people a shot at the, the championship, but I could watch those guys fight every weekend. Absolutely. Oh. Like just fucking, I love it. Yeah, Give no, up great. on it, dude. Just give up on it. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. You got fucked. Whatever. Yeah. You got fucked. You're like how Valid said in the interview with Figueroa. I was like, he's going to be fuck. He, yeah, well, my microphone fuck. But anyway. Your microphone going to be fuck. Uh, I'm sorry. What was the DM? <laughs> it said, should we just agree that Moreno and Figgy will never fight other fighters and book them to fight each other two times per year? Or just have them fight until one of them wins two times in a row? Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen, to be honest with you. So, you know. Uh, we'll see, but man, if Brandon it'll be like the, the goddamn fight. Vanderlei and Rampage fight where they did a fourth one in Bellator, 
and and Rampage knocked him out badly. And Vanderlei in the back goes, maybe we'll do fifth time. <laughs> I can't fucking imagine. Uh, Moreno though, super, you know, humble in defeat, was saying in the in the press conference, he's like, obviously, I did feel like I did enough to win, but all I can do is go back to the gym and work on getting better and fix my mistakes that I made in this fight. And you know, the since I've been listening to, I've talked about it on this podcast a few times. Since I've been listening to Hablemos MMA, uh, Hablemos MMA with Danny Segura, my my Spanish listening has gotten better. I was I was hearing and understanding everything they were saying in the press conference when the some of the the Spanish media was was asking them questions. The the way he was answering was just so. It just makes me love him even more. Like I just fucking feel so yeah. bad. And and someone was asking him about the spinning calf kick or whatever, the spinning leg kick. And I was like, you're gonna start seeing that in gyms, dude. We don't deserve him. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm I'm cool with that. I, I would be cool with him fighting a bunch of times over and over again. And Brandon is such a good champ. And Figgy's not too bad. Um, so like I said, healthy, healthy, strong rivalry. Love it. Yeah, I love everything about it. <clears throat> and let me pull up the actual forum mm-hmm. here. Okay, so we got one question from the homie Enzo Rap at Enzo Rap. This is not really, really a question, but I want to hear your opinions on what you think Nganu is going to do and even what you guys think he should do, set out the year, let the champ clause expire and go box or work out a deal with the UFC. Here's the thing, like... Stay in the UFC. Boxing, yeah. uh, don't, let's not. Like I said, the boxing thing, it's short-sighted because I really feel like maybe, maybe they'll come to terms and it might not be the exact number that he wanted. Like... You, you and I uh, used to work in the car business, Leo, and we, we talked about it before. It's not, it's not a secret. I remember reading a customer review once that made me think a little bit uh, or made me kind of realize sort of what the experience is like. And it was a, it was a positive review. Mm-hmm. The, the guy was talking about how the salesman was great and everything. And he was like, Cause we used to read the Yelp page for fun. We would get some fucking shitty reviews and we would just read them. It was a good way to pass the time. So funny. But this guy was actually saying, I think I paid too much. He thinks, uh, he, I paid too less and that's the perfect price. Like a negotiation is a coming to term of two parties. You're going to have to meet in the middle. Francis maybe wants here. The UFC wants to pay him this much. Hopefully they can balance that out. Because like I said, I think it I think it's short-sighted if he go if he takes a deal with Tyson Fury or 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 boxing in general. Like maybe some promoter will be willing to pay like two, three times what he makes in the UFC per fight for one fight. And he's gonna be like, oh my God, this is amazing. But it's not gonna end well. And he might get seriously injured. And then what do you do? Then your brand is tarnished. And, and I'm not saying like a loss would mean that he's no longer like a commodity or whatever. I'm not saying that. It just means like 
you're not going to be able to box again after your one time. Like no one wants to see Connor box after going, getting like embarrassed yeah. by Floyd Mayweather. Like, no. no yeah. Nobody wants so, that. So it's not any different for Francis Ngannou. And, and I think, I think he has to come to terms, not has to. And then, like I said, if he, if he doesn't, I hope he stays in MMA. I hope he goes to, you know, Bellator or, or fucking imagine he goes to Eagle FC, Khabib's new promotion. <laughs> that would be amazing, dude. Wow. That's a good. And when I say amazing, I mean, incredibly. And honestly, with with what we heard, did you hear he took half his purse in Bitcoin or something like that, or he partnered with Cash App or whatever? Yes. To fucking do that. Very dumb, in my opinion. Uh, Kevin Lee reportedly getting all of his purse in Bitcoin at Eagle FC. I bet, I bet he fucking doesn't come to terms with the UFC, and Habib is like, "Oh, I heard you like Bitcoin. I'll give you five million Bitcoins." And Francis got is like, "That's a lot of Bitcoins." And they're bro, like, that's, oh, that's it's not worth money. Bitcoins. It's way too many Bitcoins. Yeah, exactly. Bro, that's, bro, 5 million Bitcoins is so much money. It's way more than $5 million. Like, so much more, dude. I, let me just do the math for you real Bitcoin quick. Bitcoin means nothing to me. Yeah, well, it means a lot to me. I put too much money into <laughs> it. I'm sinking, guys. This whole thing is really blown up in my face. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, bro, I don't even want to do the math, but I'm going to do it for you real quick. Five million times. This is insane. Let's see I don't even know the do conversion it. rate or whatever the fuck math you're doing. Tonight. Well, it's on there. Damn, dude. It's like, I don't know, whatever this is. I'm like, it's too far. It's like 1.6 something. Uh, well, bill, billion dollars. A billion? Oh, wow. I think. I'm pretty sure. Because uh, one one Bitcoin right now is worth thirty six thousand dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah dude. Okay, yeah. Um, I, I was yeah, just okay. number. Yeah, but anyways, Bitcoin, fuck it, fuck it. Uh, anyways, bro, getting about, NFTs at the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Ben Ben folks posted, uh, uh, or not Ben? Well, Ben folks quote tweeted. And then what he quoted was Aaron Bronster tweeting about how he bought the UFC NFT and Aaron Bronster is like all about it. Ben folks is like, fuck that posted a, 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 a meme, the, like a screen cap of the fucking high school kids from the TC Tuggers clip where they're trying to explain. They're just like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, NFTC Tuggers. Um, <laughs> but dude, but, and I'm not like a Ben Askren fan, but like he, he he was one of those Bitcoin guys for a while. And like, this is like a few years ago, like pre-pandemic. And like at one point, like Roy McDonald was all about it. And uh, Ariel was like, would you ever get your whole person Bitcoin? He was like, mm, maybe, I think I would. And I want to say even like Michael Chandler talked about that. And Ben Askren was like, I never fucking understood that. If I did, If I want Bitcoin, I'll buy more Bitcoin. Give me regular money. Like, don't pay me in Bitcoin. I'll buy Bitcoin if I want to. And like, <laughs> and he's saying that as like a proponent of it. So I was like, yeah, what the fuck? These people are stupid. Anyway. It's the investment. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes. Yeah, no, Francis that's, Ngana, I think we answered Enzo's Francis question. Right? Yeah. To, uh, yeah, Eagle FC. 
Eagle FC. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Honestly, if if Francis Ngannou doesn't sign with the UFC and, and he signs with Eagle FC, my Mr. power is back. Is, yeah, my, my, I'm I'm so fucking powerful. <laughs> Love it. Uh, thank you, Enzo. What a, what a legend that guy. <laughs> Oh, bro, I was, I was, I was uh, messaging. There's a comment on the forum that isn't a question. I was, but I was messaging Harry Andrew. Harry Andrew uh, joined the Patreon with the with the one dollar tier level just tip to enter the the Fight Pig League. He he's trying to win the that, that belt. Oh yeah. fuck, I said it anyway. Okay. Whatever. They probably figured it out. Like I said, they're gonna yeah. find, but they don't. They didn't see what it looks like yet. Yeah, that's so. true. He's re- releasing a really, really sweet promo for it. So we'll it's a sweet promo. Anyways, um, also maybe people just don't listen this far. But anyways, keep going. Uh, it's also true. <laughs> um, Harry Andrew, or sometimes people skip. Dude, I've had people tell me that they just listen to the forum. Yeah. And that was back when I used to have like 20, 30 people. So that's whatever. But uh, Harry Andrew told me he was going to send in like a karaoke. <laughs> and I was like, yes. We need this. And he just messaged on the thing. He was like, oh, I'm so rough. I'm in no state. Like, he stayed up late to watch the fights over there. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. Um, but uh, our, our girl Pamela, Wholesome MMA, says, how do you feel about Cyril versus Blaze? <clears throat> I'll tell you how I feel about it. Really good about it. Because first of all, Cyril, uh, or not Cyril, Curse Blades, until he lost to Derek Lewis, Pretty much, he was only ever losing to Nganu. He would beat a bunch of people, lose to Nganu. Beat a bunch of people, lose to Nganu. And now he's like, he got back on the track. And like I said, stumbled against Derek Lewis. Got back against Rosenstroik. He needs another big name. You know, he's going to stay in that upper echelon. Cyril is makes logical sense. And for Cyril, he needs to prove that he can defend takedowns, I guess. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> it's a good next. So I like that him. fight a lot. I mean, it could end up being a super fucking boring fight. So it's not, it's nothing where I'm like on the edge of my seat going, oh, can't wait for this. But it's super smart matchmaking. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think, think it makes a ton of sense. Yeah. I think it would be good. I mean, like, you know, with, with Stipe also like in a weird spot too. I think, um, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, that he, he get throwing his hat in the ring for this, you know, top upper echelon like conversation like this uh cosmic gumbo if you will um i gotta say i really like stipe and like there was a time when i was like kind of fighting with stipe fans because i was a big dc fan there was a whole thing and like they were t- they're talking shit and it, it was it was not a good time it was not it was those were dark times yeah i like stipe a lot i hate how he refuses to only like fight for the title we met shit like <clears throat> Max Holloway, like, and I'm not saying everyone should be like Max, but like, that's why we love. Like, he lost his belt. And he's like, okay, on to the next one. Brandon Reno just lost the belt. Okay, I'm gonna go home to the gym and whoever they give me. Yep. Stevie's like, give my rematch. I need a rematch. I'm a go. Ah, dude, like, talk about resting on your laurels. It sucks, dude. Like, and, and obviously, like Derek Lewis versus Taito Ivaza. I don't know why I said Vasa instead of Vasa. Taitu Vasa, amazing, amazing fight. If if that didn't get matched up, or let's say Derek wins, because I think that's probably going to happen, him versus Stipe makes a ton of fucking sense. Absolutely. Stipe is not going to take that fight. Against Derek? No. 
But damn, he dude, should. Makes, but damn, that is a path. That is a path. Fucking when fucking Derek Lewis called him out in the MMA hour, saying, "I believe I would like to fight uh, another wrestler." He was like, he was like, "I'm kind of a wrestler." <laughs> the best but that's a good path to victory him. for this year yeah. for our 20 for your 2022 prediction of Derek lewis being the champion uh yeah tied to, tied to right? Ibasa, stipe and then and then um into and on, on the flip side of that um on the common event podcast they were talking about uh futures that's a thing in, in betting where you can like it's, it's almost like you bet uh on a prediction basically right and it's like futures like they do it for like nba like who's going to win the nba championship this year or whatever Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. you can do futures for like ufc champions like who's going to hold the bell at the end of the year tied to ivasa was like plus 2250 or something like that wow you're telling me if tied to ivasa beats Derek lewis that doesn't line him up for like if if not a title shot after that, like one more and a title shot, and maybe they get into a situation where, so, like, they need a short notice replacement. Ties marketable as fuck, bro. as champ. What the hell? I would be so fucking happy. I mean, sad because he would have beaten Derek Lewis. Sad because Absolutely. probably would have you know had to fight Francis or whatever. But just a world in which Shuey Vasa is champion. It's better than coming. We live in a strange world. <laughs> I fucking love it. And that basically is the forum. Great. We don't have any fights next week, weirdly. Yeah. Our next uh our next uh fight is uh the fifth, I believe. Yes. So we'll do something next week, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure okay. something out. We'll figure we'll something do, out. We'll do some. We'll watch um, a show or movie or something. Yeah, I, I think I got something. Yeah, maybe we'll just get really high and watch Halle Berry's movie. Mm, maybe that'll be it, actually. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you had in the chamber, you just. I was already no. That's kind of what I was like. Thinking, I was like whether or not I should do that. Um, yeah. We should do that. We will. All right, that's it. We're going to get stoned and watch Bruised. Perfect. Uh, Before we get out of here, let me shout out our patrons. Let's shout them out. Fucking amazing people that make this show possible. That is Callum, APB, Sandy Pants, Alex from Jersey, T-Cross, Filthy Casual, Fee, Dave L, Jimmy the Drunk, Tricky Dick, Mixed the Man, Anonymous. I was like the dramatic pause on Anonymous. David Everett, Wholesome MMA, Brian Shea, Dave, aka Nobby Buckles, Supermanly Nick, David S, Decrons. <laughs> and we didn't go over the um, we didn't go over the 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 Patreon uh, Fight Pick League standings, but fucking shout out to nobby buckles for a hilarious comment on the on the results for week two saying the day for uh, something like four out of the six top top six are all daves 
Dave's hashtag Dave supremacy, something like that. I was like, <laughs> dude, the fucking Daves are coming in strong. Yeah. Good you job, know, guys. Like, uh, it's amazing. Well, you guys can find me at LeoGH2113 on Twitter and Instagram. Please like and subscribe. <clears throat> and you can follow me and the podcast at Friendly Spar Pod. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and hit that five-star rating. Just give it. us a review. Give us a review. Say, Friendly Sparring makes me feel good inside. Because mm-hmm. we do. Right in view. <laughs> right in your review. I listen to Friendly Sparring Pod when I masturbate. I used to... um. I used Masturate to say if, if someone wrote us uh, a review on um, Apple Podcasts that I would read it on the show. And that still stands, but we just Let's don't get them. Yeah, we don't get I was going to check because I, I don't get alerts or anything. Um, nope. Still the latest reviews from Still Seth. nothing. They'll love that. So, for us. Yeah. So give us a review. Give us a shout out. Love us. Hate us. Listen to us. Watch us. And on that note, wait, before we go, oh. Leo, did you want to get something off your chest? Uh, 